Ladies and gents, welcome to a much belated episode 87 of the Moyes Health Podcast. You're probably thinking, oi, you fucker, where have you been? Well, truthfully, it's been a very, very difficult couple of weeks in my world. Uh, Not difficult in comparison to any difficulties I've had previously, but sometimes something has to give and priorities have to be renegotiated. And I'm a big advocate, as as you know, on this podcast of advising you guys to ensure that your energy is dispersed in a way which is effective. Don't try to be a jack of all trades, otherwise you'll end up being a master of none. So it is important sometimes that we prioritize things and it was more important for me to focus my time and attention on those that I am coaching rather than spread myself too thin, do a shit job, burn myself out and well, we all know how that goes. So anyways, doesn't matter and to be honest, you may well be approaching this podcast going, didn't even realize Uh, and perhaps that's a good thing. But anyways, let's dig into it. Episode 87 and this one, we're talking about non negotiables because there are certain things which mustn't be negated there are certain things which we must focus on regardless of what life has to throw us because it's the only way we're actually going to achieve it's not catastrophic for me not to report uh, record a podcast but it is catastrophic for me in a myriad of different ways to not get my training in to not control my nutrition and so in this particular episode I'm going to be doing my best to impart some wisdom around transformation, adherence, progress, and your energy usage as far as, I guess, your focus usage is concerned. So anyways, introduction done. Let's get into it. We can easily be magpies, easily distracted by the next shiny thing. You see this all the time with people jumping from diet to diet, but you also see it all the time as far as people getting distracted with life and everything that life does, work, it's still bloody important. We've got to earn the bills. You know, earn the bills, earn the money, and pay the bills. More so now than ever, given the fucking shitty situation with fuel costs and uh, with rising household bills, etc., especially in the UK anyway. But it's easy to get distracted in life. Life is forever present. Life is forever changing. Life is forever challenging. Just when we think that we have a window of opportunity, it's where that window disappears. And there's an old saying I've used quite a few times, but it's one which is prevalent in this particular situation. And it is stop waiting for the storm to pass and instead learn to dance in the rain. Life, even when you think that it's going to clear, will suddenly throw you a massive curveball. And if you are forever waiting for the storm to pass, you will never, ever achieve nor progress. Because rarely will you get an opportunity in your life where the sky or the road ahead is completely clear. Therefore, whatever approach you take, whatever attitude you have, it must be one of non-negotiable. It must be one of I'm doing this regardless and it must be one which can be adapted to whatever circumstance you are facing. One of the ways that I will approach this with my clients is regardless of what they're going through, no matter how bad, catastrophic, etc., I will always say you're still going to eat and you're still going to move. And therefore, there is still opportunity. Now, obviously, when it comes to the things we've got going on in life, the variables are things like tracking calories. Sometimes that is a difficulty, but it can be easily negotiated as far as getting organized. 
prepping meals or eating meals can be easily negotiated by things like ready meals, etc. It's never been easier to have something decent on the go. Same thing with exercise. Sometimes we need to take a back seat, but luckily exercise is not a primary component of fat loss. It is secondary, but for a brief period of time, it can be paused, it can be reduced, it can be maneuvered. Activity as well is something which can easily be manipulated. Again, I've spoken to you guys on a myriad of occasions about thinking weekly as opposed to thinking daily. There is million and one reasons why people can have bad days. It happens. But there's no excuse for having a bad week because in the space of seven days, we have the ability to undulate. We have the ability to make up or to save, to flex what we're doing. If you go over calories one day, brilliant, compensate for it for the rest of the week. If you don't get your exercise done, cool, move it to a different day in the week. I've spoken previously about not training seven days of the week to give you the opportunity to do that. Activity, steps, same situation. If you don't hit them on a certain day, it's all good. Learn from it and then make sure that you add whatever you didn't do onto the remaining days of the week or have a particular day where you compensate. Again, There is no excuse for a bad week, but bad days do happen. But how do we make all of this non-negotiable? How do we get ourselves into a mindset of this needs to be done regardless? Firstly, we need to make sure that the drive, the goal is strong enough. It needs to be something that we are unequivocally going to do. For me, I'm not just motivated by what I want to achieve. I, holy shit, you know, I can't see my knob anymore. (laughs) Or, you know, I've got rolls of fat where I don't want them or muscles aren't as big as they were, etc. I personally am motivated by my own commitment. The thing that drives me is the commitment to get it done, the consistency and the relevance of that consistency in terms of achieving. Yes, you can be driven by the actual tangible goal that you've got, but I keep rules in play and the thing that drives me is not breaking those rules. I guess the way that you can look at it going forwards is that motivation is forever going to be a temporary thing. You're not always going to be motivated. In fact, you'll probably spend large periods of your transformation not being motivated. But The point there is to understand that motivation will bugger off to accept that, but to understand that your commitment to your goals must take over. I am committed to raising my children and being the best dad for them that I can be. That doesn't always mean that I wake up every day wanting to parent them, wanting to discipline them. I love what I do from a coaching perspective. But that doesn't always mean that I'm, I wake up motivated and, yeah, let's go, ready to coach people. It's a job like any other, and it's a very, very taxing job. And sometimes I have to take steps to negate that, as I spoke about at the beginning of this podcast. But also, sometimes you have to understand that it's not the motivation that drives you forwards, it's the commitment. Same thing with the work that you do. I bet there's many a days of the week, many a days of the year where you don't feel like it, but you get it done regardless because sometimes this shit is non-negotiable and we understand subconsciously most of the time the consequence of not doing what we need to do. So we need to make sure that when it comes to looking after ourselves, nutrition, exercise, activity, yada, 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 that it needs to be placed in that same bracket 
my training undulates. Some days I'm training five days a week, some weeks I'm training four, some weeks three, sometimes even two on the worst of weeks. Is that good enough in the grand scheme of things? Is that optimal? No, it's not. But what matters first and foremost is looking after myself and the will to look after myself and the strive forwards to learn from past behaviors, past mistakes, and to be better. I'm going to stumble. I'm going to fuck up. This is not the last of the undulating periods, but it's to accept the fact that they will happen, learn from them to try to minimize the frequency and the intensity going forwards. And you guys know I've spoken about my rules previously, which is I'm not allowed to miss two training days in a row. Why is that? Because if I miss one day, it's all good. If I miss two days, I lose momentum. When I lose momentum, it's very difficult to get going again. This is, like I said, my particular rule. Where food is concerned, I fucking love my food. And so my rule is to make sure I stick to my particular eating pattern. Breakfast some days, some days I don't need it. So I play it by ear depending on am I hungry, am I not. This morning I had breakfast. Yesterday morning, I didn't. Lunchtime, always making sure that I have lunch. I always have an afternoon snack, always have my dinner, and I always have an evening snack. My discipline, my rules come into play, Not is not eating outside of those times. I have enough frequency in my day of eating that I don't need any more. So if I'm hungry at the other points, I'll grab myself a drink, probably a coffee, and I will keep myself busy. So it's having these rules, but you can only create these rules first and foremost by knowing your weaknesses knowing areas that you fucked up previously and putting systems in place to minimize the risk of that happening again. They're not going to be flawless, but they're going to be a darn sight better than not having anything in place and they're going to help you recover a darn sight quicker than not having anything in place. But you have to accept the fact that something has to change. Einstein's definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Therefore, if you keep making the same mistakes with your adherence, something's got to change. Something you're doing or not doing, as the case may be, is screwing your consistency. So analyze it, learn from it, and adapt. But the fact that is unequivocal is that we need to find the time. Now, you hear this a lot. Oh, I just need to find the time to exercise. But let's look at the sentence as a whole. Because there's a reason I said find the time and not make the time. You can't make time. Your day is what your day is. But the problem is because people are so locked into their routines, they're locked into what they believe they quote unquote need, they're not prepared to push the boundaries. Quite a few days of late, I have been getting up at 20 past four. Is that a sensible time of the morning to get up? On paper, no. But I've had stuff that I've needed to do. It has been a crazy couple of weeks. I don't think I've been this mentally tired in a long time. Uh, Such as this podcast coming out late as well. But because of the way the last couple of weeks have been, there have been non-negotiables that I have had to get done. One of which being my own training. I need to keep that training up because it bleeds into so many other areas of my life in a positive way. I'm a better coach. I'm a better father. I'm looking after myself physically. I feel better mentally and a million and one different things that come after that. I need to get my training done. So when my life is busy and I'm looking at my day going, fuck me, I have no time available, then I need to find 
the time because the time is available i need to make compromises i need to make sacrifices to find that time and so i do that in the form of getting up earlier i'll get my training done earlier in the morning that way i can get home and i can get on with the things that i need to get on with today it is currently one minute past 10 on friday the 1st of july as i'm recording this i was up this morning at half past four, ready to begin my client check-ins at 5 a.m. Why so early? Because I need to make sure I get all of my check-ins boxed off in decent time so that I still get to Friday, so that I can still be productive with the other things that I need to do. My only role isn't just coaching. There's loads of other stuff that I have to get done in my life. And so I need to make sure I have the time available to do that. I can't just pick and choose what I need to do especially with the fire under my backside of being self-employed, I have to do everything myself. There's no autonomy which is there behind me. So it's incredibly important that it gets done. The tasks I need to do are non-negotiable. And then you're working to other people's schedules, other people's routines, and so that then complicates things further. So the way in which I find the time is in the morning. Because there's also things I need to do to make sure that I tick the boxes of being dad and also being partner. You know, Rachel and I need our time together and I cannot allow my time to be so monopolized that we don't get that. And in case some of you are unaware, not only do I coach, but I also teach classes in the evening. I also have to find time for new client consultations as well as uh, the time for catching up with my current clients, be it check-ins, be it Facebook Lives, Zooms, etc., and physical meetups. So amongst all of these things, I tell you this because all of them are non-negotiable. I've got to catch up with my clients. I've got to make sure that there's room for new client intakes. I've got to make sure that I get my classes done. I've got to make sure that I'm dad. I've got to make sure that I'm partner. I've got to make sure I do my own training. People talk about priorities and they go, well, you've got to make it a priority. But everything or most important things are priorities. So if you're running out of time to get stuff done, It isn't a case of I'm going to do that or I'm not going to do that. It can be in some cases, such as putting the podcast on the back burner for a couple of weeks. But it has to be with the majority of things. I've got to find the time. But this is what a lot of people won't do. I've just come off the back of this week's client check-ins. A lot of people haven't checked in. A lot of people's excuse for not checking in is, ah, I ran out of time. No, you didn't. You prioritized your time in a different area. You chose to focus on all the other things that you were doing. You either forgot about check-in, which is always funny because it's a weekly thing with my clients. So I always joke when people forget because set an alarm, remind, etc. If you're forgetting about check-in, that says a lot about your focus on yourself and your goal. I digress. But if you're not checking in, you can easily stay up an extra 10 minutes before you go to bed. You could easily set aside 10 minutes in your day. In fact, it doesn't even take that to check in. It's not about making the time. It's about finding the time. And this is the issue sometimes where people don't prioritize themselves, but they believe prioritizing themselves means overwriting everybody else. But it isn't. You have many a non-negotiable in your life. And so you need to make sure that you are directing your time and organizing your time appropriately. I fucking live on Google Calendar. 
because I need to partition my time. I need to see it in vibrant colors and blocks out, etc. I need my time to be allocated. Fuck me, I even have school runs built in to my Google Calendar because I need to make sure that time is allocated. Now, I'm well aware this system may not work for everybody, but I'm just giving you my experience and take from it what you will. But we do need to be very, very careful about where we direct our energy. Now, to give you the best example I can give you of this, okay, you have your mobile phone, which you may very well be listening to this podcast on right now. In fact, I imagine 99% of you are listening on your phone. Have a look at the battery on your phone, the battery level as we speak. Your battery level on your phone is the amount of energy your phone has available to perform tasks. When that energy is depleted, it can no longer perform those tasks. Your battery dies, your phone dies. Every night, we charge our phones. Every morning, we wake up with a full battery's worth of energy. Energy to use, searching social media, making phone calls, sending text messages, communicating, finding out random facts during the day, playing games, whatever you use your phone for. But the fact is that over the course of the day, that energy depletes. The same thing goes for your energy and will liken energy to your focus, your will to focus perhaps. Imagine you gave your phone at, I don't know, 11 a.m. to your child or a child and they downloaded a game, the most pointless fucking game, whatever it is, Talking Tomcat, whatever, and they wasted a load of your battery playing that game. You didn't have the opportunity to charge your phone and so as the day's gone on, you get closer and closer and closer to the evening, you're sat at 5 p.m. and you've got 5% battery left. You're not going to make it through the evening. The same thing goes for your energy, your focus. It's depleted. The same thing goes for your caloric usage. There's a million and one different things that we could use the phone battery analogy on. Deplete all your energy earlier in the day. You don't have enough in the evening. Focusing it back on the focus energy side of things, though, if you are depleting your battery in your phone on a useless task, such as the child playing the useless game, then you're wasting that energy and therefore you don't have the ability to focus your attention elsewhere. You've got to look at what you are investing your energy or your time and focus on. The first rule of time management is where are you wasting it? In fact, there's an age-old analogy which I still use today when it comes to budgeting my own finances. And that is the quickest way to save money is to stop spending it. Never mind earning more first, stop spending it, then focus on earning more. Because you do it that way round, because you can then focus your time on things you can do to earn more money. Whereas the first thing you need to do, like I said, is stop spending it. So if you want to find time, the first thing you need to do is look at where you are wasting time. Now, phones have the ability to give you screen time, to give you the ability to see where are you spending your time on your phone. So as we're recording this podcast, I'm going to nip into my weekly screen time and I'm going to have a look in terms of what my week is looking like. So I do a lot of learning and I my downtime is spent investing my focus in other areas such as mechanics, cars, etc. So let me give you my screen time. I've spent on average per day four hours and 49 minutes on my phone. Bear in mind, this is not including the time I spend on my laptop. Most used is YouTube for me, where I've spent nearly five hours on YouTube, four hours and 50 minutes. 
Uh, I've spent well over three hours, three and a half hours on WhatsApp, which makes sense, communicating with clients. I've spent uh, just under two hours on Safari, so spending time researching, etc. cetera. Uh, I've spent two hours on Facebook, two hours on Instagram, two hours on emails, uh, and then I've spent just over two hours on Strong, which is my app that I use for logging my workouts. And that's because this week has been fucking shoddy for workouts, but we spoke about that previously. So in terms of my phone alone, this is just one area of my time. I probably could have spent less time on YouTube this week. So I could have found some more time there. But let's look at life in general, because like I said, your phone is just one avenue. We need to figure out where are you wasting time to ensure that you find the time for other practices. So my advice for you going forwards is to really look at the way you're spending your time. Look at, you know, the the excuses that you keep telling yourself. Getting in your own way, I've referred to it as. Because the goal of you is one which must become non-negotiable and it must undulate and adapt to whatever you're dealing with in life. You cannot constantly do this fork-in-the-road approach of, oh, a problem's come up, I either deal with the problem or I continue to make foc- make progress with my goal. My approach is not a diet. My approach is a lifestyle approach. And therefore, it's designed at its fundamental core from the ground up to be something which can still be done in spite of life. Yet so many people still take the dieting approach of, ah, life got busy. Cool, I'll just shelve that for the time being and I'll come back to it later. Oh, hang on a second. Six months have passed and I haven't really made any progress. It's because you keep taking that fork in the road approach. So... Prioritizing isn't the act of disregarding everything else that needs to be done because a lot of things, a lot of things are a priority in your life. A lot of things are non-negotiable and therefore we must negotiate and manage our time accordingly to find the time to invest our focus in all of these areas. Now I've been discussing with people about the family members children etc in hospital this week which obviously none of these situations are good but even those situations are still negotiable you're still eating you're still moving there's still opportunity don't allow the emotions of life don't allow how you feel and the emotions that you feel to affect your adherence if you want to achieve it must be a non-negotiable which doesn't have feeling and emotion baked into it it doesn't hinge upon whether you feel like doing it or not it's something which gets done regardless i've had this previously when my own children have been in hospital i still stayed focused not because i'm a bad dad but because it doesn't really help them if i go over my calories does it it's not helping the situation if anything it's going to make me feel worse anyway You've got to disconnect feelings and emotions from the goal that you're trying to achieve. And the way in which you do that is you make them a non-negotiable. You don't allow feelings and emotions to get in the way of what you are doing. Now, this is applied very often to diets. But the reason I take the approach that I take is because it's designed to be adaptable. It's designed to be sustainable. It's designed to be gentle and easy to ebb and flow with life in general. We're not asking you to do 20,000 fucking steps per day and adhere to no carbs, no chocolate, drink these shit shakes, etc. Because that is unsustainable. It's very difficult to keep emotion out of that when you fucking hate your life. But it's much easier to keep emotion out of your deficit protocol or program progress protocol, whatever you want to call it, when the approach itself is baked into your life. 
where your life is adapted and the approach is a gentle one. So obviously, touching on screen time for most people, especially if you are on a program, MyFitnessPal or NutriCheck should be pretty damn high on that list. But my point is that going forwards, we need to make what you want to achieve a non-negotiable. Stop allowing feelings and emotions to take the driving seat where your goal is concerned. They must be things that happen regardless. And there are tools to make things more adaptable by, like I said, thinking weekly with your exercise, with your calories, with your steps. Take a weekly approach. Allow your life to undulate. Allow your time to be suddenly changed at the last minute. Nothing wrong with that. As I said, bad days happen, but bad weeks shouldn't. Bad weeks are a choice. So there we go. After the wait of uh, the couple of weeks, etc. it's been since the last episode, I do hope this podcast has been worth the wait. If it has, do me a favour. Just before it's finished, go on Instagram, find my profile at Chris Moyes and send me a message, okay? I want to see if you guys can flood my inbox with this really helped me, okay? So do me a favour, just before you finish this podcast, let me know if you've listened to it and let me know what you took away from it. Okay, or you know, let me know that it helped at least. And as always, always helps the reviews uh, and the efficacy of the podcast. If you guys can jump onto Apple Podcasts and give me a rating and a review, you can also do that on Spotify. It's just a rating on there. Super simple. It's really quick if you're watching on there. But genuinely, guys, the podcasts stay alive if you enjoy them. So I've had a couple of people saying, hey, where's the podcast, etc." But if you genuinely need slash want that weekly episode, let me know. I promise you, it really helps having you guys hound me for an episode because if I know you're enjoying it, if I know it's helping, it makes me want to do it. That particular quality is baked into my personality because all I have ever wanted to do in my entire life is help people. So, like I said, let me know. And as always, with your life, accept the things of which you cannot change. Have the courage to change the things you can and the wisdom to know the difference. If something is not working, change it. And if you can't change the physical circumstance, change your attitude towards it. Make sure you're using your phone's battery, as in your energy, battery, focus, etc. Make sure you're using it appropriately and you're not wasting it playing games. See you next time. Toodles. <laughs>